Hey, and welcome to Mad Beef, Australian rollerblading podcast. And today I want to talk a little bit more about where has vert skating gone? Back in the 1990s when I started skating, I think the first what you'd call aggressive inline skating that I saw was people pulling airs off ramps. And uh, uh, the first video I saw had a kind of... Uh, street skating in it but I mean the best thing about um, what's it called dare to air was that it was daring to air there were lots of airs it began with this kind of funny techno dance music and Chris Edwards doing all this mini ramp stuff I guess at one of the Woodwards Um, and I learnt to skate at a, a ramp in Paran in Melbourne and everyone went and skated at this roller rink that had a half pipe against one wall in Nutterwadding and uh, a quarter pipe going up in another corner um, up into the roof. There was this hole in the roof. And so big air was a big part of skating. And you want a big fat, like these, I think they were called boneless, weren't they? These big fat pads with white caps. They had white caps, you know. You know you'd really arrived if you had white caps like Chris Edwards. And, and the most amazing trick was like the McTwist. You know that um, you know we had Chris Edwards doing in the, you know what was, what was that um rollerblading movie with like Jack Black and Seth Green in it um oh, not gleaming the cube that's the Christian Slater skateboarding one which kind of has a skateboarding but twist but it was um something something will come to me um anyway uh so um. Vert skating was this peak thing, you know, and I, in another podcast I talked about my wrestle, my massive long-term wrestle with not getting up the guts to drop in on a vert ramp. And um, and the exciting thing was watching people do it and seeing people advance in it. And all those early videos, Dare to Air, and then even the next couple, Bottom Line and Hoax and Mad Beef, they all mixed really interesting big long rails and kinked rails and ledges and and all that kind of stuff street skating with really big ramp skating lots of them were filmed in chris edwards backyard and that half pipe there and a bunch of other half pipes and woodwards and stuff big huge air spins flips uh you know coping craziness all that kind of stuff that was just part of it and and even Arlo Eisenberg who was like the street skating guy who did all that street skating stuff with Daily Bread and and created that street skater huge baggy jeans skateboardy sort of senate company look for rollerblading he was still you know he could hold his own on a vert ramp too um but then sometime I mean we could probably chart it sometime in the 90s and the uh, it, it, vert ramp skating dropped off and um, and it dropped out of all the videos and, and now if you you know I, I regularly dip in and check out the videos that are on um, BMAG um, that's really awesome but really really rarely do you see um, vert ramp skating you have to really separately go and google the Yasutoko brothers or you know, as I do, follow them on Instagram and Facebook so you can see vert skating because it's just not incorporated. Now, part of me wonders, does that mean these other guys don't know how to do it? But then they 
do, it seems, because when you watch competitions, you see these guys doing awesome, amazing flips out of the quarters and stuff in the huge, big skate park setups. Um, so they can... I don't know. It's just weird. It just seems to me like that's a a high-end, elite, exciting, amazing aspect of skating that for some reason um, has been muted for a long time. Uh, I feel like it's the same with skateboarding. I don't really follow skateboarding videos, but I feel like skateboarding as well, you, you know, like at the, the vert bowl um down here in Hobart, not a lot of the skaters are skating it, and the guys who are, a lot of them are the either the older ones or this bunch of younger girls, the She Shreds is the name of their club, um, who are learning it, and that's really awesome because it's like they're learning it and they're wanting to figure that out and nail it, and that's really cool. Um, uh, yeah, so I just think that's kind of an interesting, the aesthetic of the vert ramp has fallen out of favour. Is it not cool, or is it hard in some kind of way and so people gave up on it I, I don't know um I know for me back in my teenage years because I couldn't nail the vert ramp I always wanted to and always loved it but because I couldn't it was kind of nice to discover this whole other aspect this whole other discipline of street skating to um be able to tap into and do stuff there um and so I think I made that shift definitely and switched across and went I can Picture myself with a 60 mil wheels and a, a anti rocker setup and 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 street skating and that was accessible in a way that I, you know I, I wanted to but I couldn't with like 72 mil Cosmo wheels or Fat Boy wheels I could never really nail the, the vert thing so so I guess that was my story but I still loved vert skating so what else I guess it was cool to notice that when I came plugged in and really enjoyed being part of Facebook community, the Melbourne OG Rollerbladers Facebook group. Um, the, a, a dominant part, it seems, of that group is an interest in vert skating. And so that's really cool. That's really exciting that these guys, I guess a lot of them who were into vert skating in the 90s, are, are bringing back that love. And uh, as new people are coming in and, and upskilling, um, uh, they're upskilling in vert skating. So, I mean, that's really cool. And um, maybe as people see more of it and they see at these skate parks, rollerbladers and hopefully skateboarders and stuff as well, killing it and being able to do amazing things in bowls and, and half pipes uh, that you can't really do in a street setup with quarter pipes, that more people will hunger to learn that discipline and work that and really make the most of that. I mean, that'd be awesome, wouldn't it? Uh, so, yeah, there you go. If you're an old skater, keep it up with the vert skating. Uh, if you're an old skater who never nailed it, as well as you'd like, like me, it's it's actually it's it's something you can still totally access with an older body for sure, which is great. There's something in some way safe about the curve and the transition um, that makes it safer than some kinds of street skating and lower impact, you know, because you're landing on a curve and a slope and and you're padded up and all that. Um, and yeah, if you're a younger skater and you've inherited a diet of ledges and rails and and street skate park setups. Go over to the bowl, go and find the half pipe and start working that. Jump on Google and Google like Ato uh, Yasutoko and Takeshi Yasutoko and watch those guys and the incredible things they can do. Or, or look at some of those really old skaters um, uh, like uh, you know, um, like Chris Edwards or, or Manu, Manuel Belirus or Tom Fry or Angie Walton or 
um, uh, you know, some Cesar guy, what was his name? Um, and, uh, and um, whoa, who was that, that Viking guy with the long hair as well? Um, I'd check out some of those guys and, um, and be inspired. And let's bring vert skating back so that we can have videos and sections that are both vert and street. That's what we want, man. That's what those some of those great, exciting early videos were. Both vert and street mixed in together, blended in together. Bring that back, shall we? Cool. See you later. Add Beef Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch, theme music by Edifice Architect. You can find us on Facebook and SoundCloud or subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. If you have any questions, comments, requests or podcast contributions, please message us on Facebook. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon and pledge a once-off or regular contribution. Even just two bucks a month, every little bit helps. See you later.